Welcome to the Nourishing Africa podcast. Today we are joined by Isioma Emina, founder and CEO of Reds and Greens, an in-store full-service butchery located in Lagos, Nigeria. Isioma discusses how she has garnered customer loyalty in a crowded and ever-growing market. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. To start off, the first question I have is how and why did you get into this business? Having done a nine-to-five job for close to 18 years, the most stressful part of my everyday life was having to go to the markets when I closed from work or weekends where I needed to you know, catch up on my sleep. Having to go to different various markets to buy different things, you know, it was actually a very stressful period in my life. And I realized that a lot of women were in that space. So what played in my mind was what takes, what takes me to the market every day? Is it that I'm going to buy meat or I'm going to buy vegetables because they are the ones that are highly perishable? So how do I bring those two things and play it within a convenient context so that people have the opportunity to shop for these things when they want, however they want it, at their own convenient time? And that was what birthed the idea of Reds and Greens. So at, at Reds and Greens, our biggest mantra is uh, convenience. Convenience and quality. So you can literally walk in here and... If it's a piece of meat you want to buy, or you want to buy 10 cows, or you want to cut it in any format, we've set up our business to, you know, provide you that service. So literally, you wish it, and we make it happen. So how did you create loyalty amongst your customers? Generally, in Nigeria, we're not very service-driven. I realized that uh, basic services, which we, we lack in this area, it's actually a core component of every business, bedrock of every business. Once you give a service, professional service, consumers tend to appreciate that. You definitely have the group of people who would prefer to but 90 people actually. They want to eliminate that stress, but they also want to be sure they're getting what they paid for. So our business is built around customers. We strongly believe that that has um, um, buy loyalty from our customers so they keep coming back they keep coming back they keep coming back so service definitely is one core area the second point i want to highlight as well is knowing what you do in nigeria customers are hungry for new experiences you know and uh meat markets are not that developed to give you all the options they may they may understand the basics you know but customers want to i want to buy beef but give me beef so that I can serve it in another way, yeah. you know. So we going far above what you ordinarily get in the market. And we did that just by training, training ourselves. The web is full of uh, materials that can help you in that space. So customer service and knowing what we're doing, I think those are two key areas that uh, has helped us buy loyalty from our customers. And how do you ensure that you create excitement and new customer experiences? Okay, so um, like I said earlier, we always wear the hat of the customer. We listen. So it's like your baba or your doctor. You're more or less a, a psychologist because your customers are talking to you. They're telling you the challenges they are having. They're telling you their happy moments. They're telling you their sad moments. You know, wearing the hats of your doctor, your friend, your mother, your everything. And really understanding deep down the customer's needs. This has helped us be innovative. You have customers who say, I'm tired of 
the kind of food I cook is always rice, 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 rice. It's always meat, 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 meat. How can I make it different? How can I make it interesting? I want to be able to open my freezer and have different choices, you know. So listening to customers has helped us put together different packages, different combos. For example, grilling enthusiasts. We created a box with meats from talking to customers. Okay, well, what are the staples you will need for every, if you want to grill? What would you want to see? And we're able to develop a box, you know, targeted to those category of people. We had another box for mothers who struggle with children. Today, my child is tired of this one. Tomorrow is tired of this. So we came up with a box that had different meat cuts that appeal to children. So it's really basically wearing the hat of the consumer understanding that naughty area and being innovative around how you help them solve that problem and that, that, that that's basically what we've done do you think your location has helped your brand okay in terms of location actually uh, because it's food food will sell any anywhere anywhere you are you just need to understand the demographics of any area where you, you want to set up and understand what's important to the community so both places are doing well in terms of customer needs for both places it's completely different but what's interesting to the lucky customers not necessarily interesting for my quarter customers so location eh, location your location matters so your business will grow you just need to understand what your customers need in those particular areas do you plan on further expanding um oh, definitely what? definitely yes so um our vision for reds and greens is to be the go-to household name for everything meat. We hope to be as big as a Tyson Foods in America. We want to be able to truck. People trust our brand and we are able to truck our meat to all the parts of Nigeria. We also hope that we build a business that outlives us. That's our vision for our business. So we have quite a lot of work to do. And yes, expansion definitely is in the plan. How we want to scale up, we're working through the, the modalities, you know. We don't know whether we want to do a brick brick and mortar because the business is capital intensive, you know, any which way. See, we definitely have plans to have two more stores operational by the end of this year. And we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Definitely, we, we, we definitely will want to scale up. And what advice do you have for other entrepreneurs entering the business? Experience is always the best teacher. So first and foremost, my, my, my 10 pence advice is understand your business context first. It has monetary implications. It has uh, regulatory implications. So you need to first understand whether you have the appetite for it. You know, before you say, you know what, I will do this despite it all. If you have mentors who and when i mean mentors i don't mean mentors necessarily knowing the kind of business you do but we all operate in a in a peculiar business context in nigeria for example so if you have people who can at least help you through things like uh, government regulations or the must-haves before you set up a business expectations you know it will go a long way in helping you really really plan to know whether it's something you really want to do and the finances you need to put around it so there's the aspect of you knowing what you want to do for the business which is fine but how do you get somebody to help you first in having full visibility because a lot of companies have folded up because of all these bills that just crawl up from nowhere so in essence doing your homework yes exactly 
Thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Nourishing Africa podcast. Do join us again next time.